Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And again, you're listening to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370, the show about your health, your life, and much more with our rotating cast of experts. You can catch up on all of our past shows on talk1370.com slash experts. Of course, if you have a question you'd like to have answered at any time, feel free to email us, asktheexperts at talk1370.com. And returning to the show today is Jason Grote. Jason is the owner of I Buy Austin Houses. Jason, welcome back to the program. Hi, Matt. Thanks. Jason, let's start it off with telling us a little bit about your company, I Buy Austin Houses. Sure, Matt. Um, Our company is a family-owned company with my wife, myself, my mom and dad. We got started on dad's couch back in uh, 2005 while watching Flip That House. I told my dad, we can do this. And dad said, go find this house and I'll find the money. So that was our beginning. Within 30 days, I'd found two houses uh, took about 15 months to remodel those first two houses. It was a you know very humble beginning for sure. We went into full-time real estate in 2009 as a family, and we never looked back. We launched our website, iBuyAustinHouses.com, back in 2011. And uh, you know since then, we've had privilege to help hundreds of people sell their home in the greater Austin area. My dad's the administrator of our business. Uh, my mom is the... Uh, she kind of helps with design and is our voice of reason. My wife is our realtor, and she's my personal very big help. And I pretty much handle everything else. Uh, we're in our 14th year, and we still enjoy working with people to help them with uh, you know any real estate situation they have that's unique. And uh, we've developed some great friendships with clients and colleagues in uh, in the industry. And it also sounds like you enjoy working with each other too. Like oh, we do. Yeah. I'd love- yeah. Helps uh, get to talk to dad every day. Yeah, uh, and that, that's remarkable. It's great to have like a local business, family run, family owned in the Austin area. It's it's kind of hard to see one with a lot of brick and motors that open up all across town. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So last show we talked about who might benefit from the services that a home buyer provides. So for those new to the show, can you can you briefly talk about this? Yeah. So kind of recap um, our last session. Uh, there's three. I call them the three C's. Of professional home buyers, uh, you know, people would contact us for one of three reasons: they need a controlled sale, a convenient sale, or a critical sale. A controlled sale is basically um, where they need to control the the homeowner needs to control the timing of the sale of their house, and they need to know exactly what they're going to um, get out of the house before they even go under contract. A uh, convenient sale. Uh, that's one of the the main features of selling to someone like us is the convenience of um, not going through uh, the rigmarole of getting the house ready and having realtors and having a bunch of people traipse through the house, these types of things. Um, and then knowing exactly when you're going to close, it just takes a lot of stress out. And then a critical sale is when you know someone 
has a, a very critical timing for a job relocation or maybe they're facing foreclosure and they must close it uh, in a timely fashion. They must be in control and it's because it's critical. So um, these are the types of uh, you know situations. So Jason, can you tell us um, what kind of scenarios people may have found themselves in? Were you were actually able to help them out? Sure. So uh, people who have inherited a home you know, who have neither the time, energy, or emotional strength to go through the traditional process on the open market. Uh, I've helped a lot of those people. Uh, people who are going through divorce or, or have just gone through divorce and must do something with the assets. Uh, this makes a very painless uh, way to, for them to part ways. Uh, people ro- relocating to another area because of work or some other life event. People facing tax or mortgage foreclosure and time is of the essence. Uh, people who do not have the time or energy to maintain or repair their home, uh, maybe they they want to sell, but it's just in such bad shape that um, it, it's a challenge on the open market for um, you know normal buyers because they can't get a loan on the house. Uh, people who just need their equity out of their home sooner than later. Uh, there are a multitude of reasons, uh, but lately I've heard a lot of people saying that they just don't want to endure the process of going through uh, with a real estate agent on the open market. And they see great value in having a definitive and controlled sale through a professional home buyer. Yeah, so it sounds like you make it pretty painless and fairly easy for for people that maybe they may find themselves in a situation where they they have a lot of emotional attachment to a home. Yes, very much so. You know, home is where the heart is. So um, yeah, there's always a lot of emotion tied to uh, a home. In fact, every time I've sold a house with my wife, she's cried when we left the house. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get attached as well. Yeah, it's true. Well, you love what you do, then. Yes, sir. Uh, so why don't we dig a little deeper into the inner workings of the professional home buyer industry? Um, how do professional home buyers purchase houses? Great question. Uh, there are several ways investors will purchase real estate. You know, most will advertise uh, that they will purchase houses with cash. You hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Cash for houses. The word cash is kind of a little bit of a buzzword. But it's funny because no one ever actually receives cash. You know, the sellers don't receive cash at closing. Never. They always receive their funds either through a, um, a form of a check, some sort of a bank check, uh, or they have it wired to their bank account. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny, but what's implied when someone says they will buy your house for cash is that they will not be purchasing it with a typical residential real estate loan like they would on the open market with uh, you know, another, uh, another owner-occupied home buyer. Uh, do... When someone receives cash for this, do they do they often factor in taxes? Because it's a large sum of money. Sure, I mean, uh, if they're you know taxes, some, you know some people owe taxes and some people don't. Some people are caught up, but um, you know at closing, everything's handled by the title company. All monies owed on the house are taken care of by the title company. So uh, basically, we get a clean bill of health. We get a um, a clear title, you could say. Uh, with a uh, warranty deed on it. And so is purchasing real estate with a typical home loan a problem? Uh, It depends. So if the seller wants to close fairly quickly, then yes, it's a problem. You know, typical home loans take 30 to 45 days to close. I think the larger issue, though, though, is that there's a risk that the loan will not go through because of the approval of the buyer, you know, such as, you know, and also the appraisal is a factor. Um, Other factors that can come in with a conventional home loan. Um, also, you know, the, you know, you have third-party inspectors looking at the house, and you know that can blow up a deal. 
So, you know, when a professional home buyer says they are paying cash, what they're really saying is that they are financially qualified to purchase their home and that there's no risk or very, very little risk of the deal falling apart because of finances. Do home buyers have their cash sitting in an account or do the funds come from other sources? Some have their own cash parked, you know, just kind of ready and waiting uh, to be wired to the title company. While others, you know, have money partners or investors, other people that come alongside them and partner with them on the money side. And then others use hard money um, or commercial bank lines of credit, which are a little more non-conventional loans with lending institutions uh, to make the purchases. What do home home buying companies do with the houses that they purchase? Well, that's a very common question um, because it opens up a little bit of a can of worms also. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. So in the world of real estate, investors, house buyers, we buy houses companies or whatever they call themselves, uh, you'll typically find two general uh, classes or categories. You'll have the wholesaler and the end buyer. Can you explain the difference between these two? Sure. You know, you know, bef- before we discuss the wholesaler, let's talk about you know what the end buyer is, what that is. So the end buyer is the person or company that takes ownership of the property at closing. Once owned, they will do one of several things. They will either f- fix and flip, that's the most common. I think the most, the one that most people are uh, fascinated with, if you will, and all the TV shows, um, you know, show and and um, you know, glamorize, if you will. So they make repairs, update, add square footage, you know, whatever their business model may be to maximize the profit on that home, and then they put it up back on the open market for sale, hoping to make a profit after all the closing costs, carrying costs, and real estate commissions. So that's the most common. Mm-hmm. The second one is the buy and hold. This is the one, the, the one that aspires to be a landlord. Uh, these end buyers will make the necessary repairs and then, or updates and then rent the house out to tenants or perhaps even do short-term renting um, as a vacation rental. And then finally, the least common is new construction. So these buyers will remove the house from the lot and build something new, um, then sell the home to re- realize their profit. This is typically limited though to real estate in higher priced areas such as like within five miles of downtown Austin. This brings us to the other camp of real estate investing called wholesaling. Over 50% of real estate investors engage in this area of real estate. A wholesaler is someone who goes under contract with a home seller and then assigns the contract to to an end buyer like we just talked about for a fee. When a contract is wholesale, the seller typically does not know who the actual end buyer of their home is. They only work with the wholesaler, and the wholesaler's name is the one that's on the contract. So is this legal? It is. Okay. Contracts are assignable in the state of Texas, so it is legal to do so, and title companies will process these transactions as long as the the buyer has the words and or assigns following their name on the buyer line of the contract. I want to take a pause right here, and we're going to step into our our first break. But when we return, we're going to continue the conversation with Jason Grote from iBuy Austin Houses. And if you'd like to find out more information about iBuy Austin Houses, you can check out their website, iBuyAustinHouses.com. Again, we're going to step aside for a break, and we'll be back with more Ask the Experts right after this.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And you're tuned in to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. Today we're sitting down with Jason Grote, the owner of I Buy Austin Houses. Jason, when we left off, we were talking about wholesaling. And um, talking about if it was legal, you explained to us that, yes, it is. But it kind of seems like this is a little misleading. Is this ethical? Well, that's a great question. You know, it's a little controversial among professional home buyers. uh, But, and this is where some might disagree, but, you know, wholesaling, when done in transparency, is very effective. And it can be a win, win, win for every party. However, you know, there are many horror stories with the practice of wholesaling. So, you know, I heard a story of where a homeowner went under contract with a wholesaler and the contract had a 21-day option period. So an option period or also called inspection period or due diligence period allows the buyer to back out of the contract for any reason up to the last minute of the, of the determined period of time. So 21 days is a scandalous amount of time, honestly. Uh, this wholesaler was obviously thinking only of himself. So, well, being you know, being a cash buyer, the homeowner assumed all was well, probably not realizing the wholesaler could terminate the contract and leave them hanging. They made solid arrangements for their new home, you know, putting down deposits, packing, all the other hard work that goes into moving. And then on the last day, the wholesaler backed out and left the homeowner w- with a complete debacle. So, you know, legal, yes. Ethical in this case, no. And so it seems that the homeowner should be more knowledgeable. How can they educate themselves on this? So there are several ways. I do want to say that the real estate transaction process is not rocket science. You know, we specifically and intentionally use the TREC or the Texas Real Estate Commission residential purchase contract because there's no there's no funny business in it. It's tried and tested by real estate agents and title companies all over Texas, you know, through literally millions of transactions over the years. So, you know, it's fill in the blank. So the homeowner needs to know about each of these blanks and what their value is to the buyer and the seller. You know, 95% of the time uh, with us, the seller just communicates with me directly uh, about any questions and we'll talk through it. Uh, Some hire an attorney to look over the contract and, you know, that's great. I always suggest that the seller be 100% comfortable with everything before they sign, you know, whether that means hiring an attorney or not. What about that last scenario? How can that be prevented? So my point in bringing up the importance of the contract is because if the homeowner understands what has been filled in, they will understand what will follow in the process and at closing. So in this scenario, the seller gave the buyer 21 days to back out of the contract for any reason. Obviously, the wholesaler could not find an end buyer, remember, the person that's actually going to take possession of the home, Mm -hmm. and that wholesaler had to move on. 
but left the seller in a lurch. If a professional home buyer includes an option period in the contract, you know, the seller needs to ask why and get a real answer. Sometimes there are legitimate reasons, you know, for having an option period. Uh, for one, there may be something on the house that needs to be inspected by, you know, by a professional tradesman that will cost the buyer to bring that tradesman in, such as like a septic tank inspection, uh, sometimes a HVAC system inspection, uh, a foundation inspection. Obviously, the buyer doesn't want to spend the money on that inspection unless they have it under contract. And so that's why you have option periods. Um, if the buyer is indeed a wholesaler, not an in buyer, they use the option period to procure an in buyer, eliminating their risk. So let's say the option period is five to seven days. The wholesaler spends five to seven days um, looking for the in buyer for that house. And then they get an under contract with them. They have a separate assignment contract that they sign with the in buyer and they bring it to the title company. Um, you know, this, this is okay in my opinion as long as the homeowner understands what's going on. So this is where transparency makes wholesaling ethical. The wholesaler needs to keep the option period brief and within reason. You know, if the homeowner is facing foreclosure or some extremely time-sensitive situation, then wholesaling is not going to be an ethical practice because of the risk of losing time and then them losing their home and all the equity they may have tied up in it. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370, and we're sitting down with Jason Grote, the owner of I Buy Austin Houses. Now, if anything that we've spoken about so far is piqued an interest and you want to check out their website, you're certainly free to do so by visiting iBuyAustinHouses.com. Again, that's iBuyAustinHouses.com. And if, as we mentioned in the first segment, it, this is a family-owned company. Jason works with his wife, his mother, and his father. Um, so, Jason, let's reset things a little bit. We're talking about the inner workings of the professional home buyer industry. So my next question for you is, you mentioned over 50% of the so-called home buyers are wholesalers. Um, does that really make them buyers at all? Oh, you had to go there. Uh, yeah, not so much. So this, this is kind of funny. So, you know, wholesaling has become this entry point for people that want to get into real estate investing, which honestly is not good. Uh, proper wholesaling requires solid real estate understanding and experience to be done ethically and effectively. So, you know, this is the conundrum for our industry right now. Uh, gurus, I call them, are traveling through every major city, you know, selling their real estate investing courses and promoting how to make millions of dollars, you know, overnight mm -hmm. <laughs> with other people's money. Well, making millions is pretty attractive to people with no money. <laughs> so, so they promote wholesaling to people with no real estate knowledge or very limited real estate knowledge um, or experience. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Um, and it's actually putting a kind of a cloud over the industry because uh, when someone goes to to um, uh, seek the services of a, of a professional home buyer, they don't know if they're getting a wholesaler or not. Everybody is masquerading as you know, a home buyer. You know, mm -hmm. I'm going to purchase your home. But I'm telling you, over half of them are wholesalers. And once again, there's nothing wrong with wholesaling, but that wholesaler needs to know what they're doing and they need to do it ethically. So, um, so this is how you get unethical practices and give companies you know, like ours a bad reputation uh, which we're, you know, sometimes challenged with trying to overcome. 
So we encourage people who need to sell their home to do some research um, on the company that they call. That's why I, in the last session I mentioned, uh, is there accountability? Do they have, do they have a, a website? Uh, do they have social media? Um, are they listed with a Better Business Bureau? That's a big one. And um, you know th these are important things. So and then call and talk to them, ask questions, and hopefully I've spawned some questions with the conversation today. And you know if you call us, honestly, and you shouldn't feel this with anybody else that you call, but you'll feel no pressure. Mm -hmm. You should feel no pressure. You should be able to ask questions, uh, kind of walk through the process, even talk about your home without feeling any pressure of uh, having me come visit your house or um, you know make you an offer or anything like that. And um, you should experience a full transparency conversation. You should uh, know what's going to look like from beginning to end. There should be nothing in the dark. And uh, that way you can make the best decision for your family and your situation. Jason, is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with as far as our topic on the professional home buyer industry or even just about your own company? Sure. Um, I think our service is very needed. It's um, it's gaining a lot of momentum. There's other companies on a national level coming in, trying to emulate uh, what we do uh, because it's a, it's a very valuable service. Uh, people, you know, real estate agents are important. They will always have their place, but they, uh, that is not a, a good service for many people in certain situations like we've talked about. So, you know, I just want to encourage people to, you know, do their homework, be educated. You can go to our website and on our uh, website, we have an article section and we have articles that uh, go a little more in depth than we've talked about today. And um, you can read. And then there's so much information on the, on the internet and, uh, you know, educate yourself and then go and, and, and get an offer or two and, uh, and see if it works for you because the service is amazing. You will, you know, you can look at our reviews and we have 25 star reviews on Google alone. And uh, it's because the people are happy and uh, the service was all that they thought it'd be or more. Um, and so I highly encourage anyone wanting to sell their home to at least entertain receiving an offer from a professional home buying company. Jason, do you have any, uh, any topic ideas for the next time you join us on the program? I actually do. I was thinking we could talk about gentrification. It's a, it's a very, it's kind of a hot topic, especially here in Austin and a very interesting one. And uh, there's a lot of misnomers, and I think I'd like to clear some of them up. So, um, so yeah, I think it'll be an interesting show, and we'll talk about gentrification. Absolutely, and the ever-changing landscape of Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. All right. Jason Groh is the owner of I Buy Austin Houses. Jason, thanks again for stopping by and uh, speaking with our listeners. Yes, thank you, Matt. I enjoyed it. Hey, that wraps it up for this episode of Ask the Experts. I want to thank you again for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to listen to this episode again or or any of our past shows, you can visit talk1370.com slash experts. That'll take you right to the page, and you can go ahead and dig through all those. You can listen to this one from with Jason Grote, and you can listen to the first episode that we had as well, posted in the month of January. Again, that's talk1370.com slash experts. And, of course, you can check out I Buy Austin Houses on ibuyaustinhouses.com. That wraps it up for today, and we we'll hope you'll tune in again next week. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.